0: About I'm always right, it's like when I'm right, I'm right And when I'm wrong, I could've been right So I'm still right, cause I could've been wrong That makes sense Come on Get it right dog.
1: we ain't never left We just move in silence and rep to the death It's official, I survived what I've been through Y'all got drama, the saga continues go ain't
0: going nowhere We ain't All right, we're back. Episode nine. Um, I would just like to take this moment to say how blessed I am. Uh, You know, the the earth is several billion years old, and I was lucky enough to be here at the same time as one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. (laughs) As we celebrate Super Bowl number seven. (laughs) The goat of goats. I won't hear any disagreements. I know you do, but I won't hear it, especially not this week. <laughs> the goat of goats does it again, baby.
1: Listen, I I've been conceded that he is the goat quarterback when it comes to career, and he is arguably the goat football player when it comes to career. But my whole thing comes into the point of: Are we talking about goat as in highest level of of skill and talent? Is Tom Brady, or are we just talking about his accomplishments? Because those to me are not always the same thing. Um, but like I'm not, I'm not I'm one of the rare people I believe who care about football who doesn't root against Tom Brady, but doesn't root for him either. Like, I'm not like, like I'm I'm happy when he succeeds mostly. And I'm not like I'm not a Tom Brady hater, but I'm also not a fan to a certain extent. I'm a respecter of greatness. So like when you grade at that level. I got to give you your respect, you know, like, but yeah, I'm not like a Tom Brady hater. But I mean, I, if honestly speaking, I mean, this is episode nine, honestly speaking, if we're talking about one quarterback at their top level of talents for one game, I'll probably take Drew Brees before I take Tom Brady. If we just talk about one game, if, if you don't even know what team you plan on, like, if you don't even know, like it's not a franchise, it's straight up like we don't a fantasy draft. You don't even know what the players are going to be. I will probably take, Drew Brees over Tom Brady for one game. Like, I'll take Peyton Manning over Tom Brady for one game. I'll take my GOAT, John Elway, over Tom Brady for one game. Then then I'll take Brady, in my personal opinion, when it comes to every quarterback. So, if we're
0: looking at just talent alone, you're not looking at Rodgers over Brady?
1: No. I I I feel like
0: that's, you know, the new school – I mean, obviously Mahomes, but the new school thought over the last few years was Rodgers. And my my biggest thing is because I'm more than happy to concede that he's not the most talented quarterback because there's plenty of greats that we've seen. I was a little young for Elway, so I can't really speak to him, but the Rodgers, Breeze, Peyton. But there's just something about Brady where it's like I, I've just seen it way too many times to not say that's the guy I want going for me. You know, I, I remember 28-3 down, and I said, there's only one quarterback I would pick in this situation. You know, he just – it's something happens, you know, and I think – as great as Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, even Peyton are. Peyton's a little different because he was also facing the Belichick defenses mm-hmm. year in and year out. But there was there's something to be said for Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees have been consistently great for over a decade. Mm-hmm. Why can't they win? You know, See, the, it, it, think it, think and, the and moment then moment. I think, yeah, some of the arguments are like people say, oh, the defenses statistically speaking over the last 10 years brady and rogers have about the same level of defense year in year out
1: see but i gotta stop you real quick because i think that's a little bit of a misnomer overall like when we say like why can't they win the difference is they're not the reason why they lose i think that that's the key like brady is usually never the reason why any of his teams lose you can argue Drew Brees is usually not the reason why his teams lose. And you can also argue usually Aaron Rodgers isn't the reason why they lose. So I think that when you, but that goes back to our old conversation of we give quarterbacks too much credit for wins. So we have to give them the same credit for for losses. But I don't think that like, even when you look at the last 10 years, there's only between all three of them, Breeze, Brady and Rodgers, there might literally be a handful of big games that they have actually been the reason why lost. they lost. Yeah. Yeah, lost. You know, yeah, so I mean I mean can't... that that's the
0: thing is like I I've always hated the narrative that you know, because hate, haters will always hate and they'll find it with anyone. Mm-hmm. But the like Tom Brady gets lucky narrative has always been laughable to me. I was like you can't win that many big games and I've gotten lucky. I was like, it's, if anything, you have to get lucky to beat him. You need a, a helmet catch. You yeah. need, you need like the Eagle Super Bowl. Wasn't luck, but okay. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that one's luck. I'm just saying like something happened for the first time, not in Super Bowl history, but in like football history, where a guy uh-huh. threw for 500 yards and lost. Like, like you need those anomalies to find a way to beat Brady. It's just the way I mean, that it works sometimes.
1: You can, you can argue the same way for three to four of his wins. It was an anomaly. It was like, oh, you,
0: you can. I mean, I, like, I think that's part of the overall thing. It's like, to win a Super Bowl, you're probably going to need a couple breaks. Yeah,
1: but I but think... But it's like, you know, I don't
0: think it's something where you can discredit him just because, like, you want to lessen the number of legitimate I Super mean, you Bowls can, he he can
1: definitely discredit anybody because he...
0: Oh, yeah, he, you could say Peyton Manning argue, doesn't deserve anything. You can
1: argue that Tom Brady literally has zero Super Bowl highlights, which means he didn't make almost any miraculous plays but that's part of winning to a certain extent. So it's not, we, like, there's a lot of credit given to one person and understandably so. But when it comes to that, it's not like I, there, Tom Brady's been in 10 Super Bowls. I would say two of them, I would say Tom Brady was easily the best player on the field, like easily, which is rare. One of those might be about. the
0: ones where he lost.
1: Yeah, like, so it's like, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, it's like, it's it's crazy because when you look at it, I don't think people look at it from that narrative, like if you are looking at this person in the accomplishments, you got to look how they got the accomplishments as well. And it's not taking anything from them. But if if the way Tom Brady played in half of those Super Bowls, that's the way Chad Pennington played for most of his career. He just By wasn't. the way,
0: we are we are a pro Chad Pennington program here. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I bangs clear. with
1: Chad. Oh, let me get this. Through. I bangs with Chad Pennington. That's why I named him. If he could, throw, he was if at, he could
0: throw twenty yards, he would have been all pro.
1: You did because he's so <laughs> accurate. He doesn't turn the ball over. Yep. he's smart. He'll take the sack if he needs to. He's not going to just throw it to you. Or at least when he before he kind of went down the hill a little bit. But like that to me, Tom Brady played what he was supposed to play. He didn't. I think Tom Brady's greatest strength in all of these big games is that he will do what he needs to do to not lose you the game. He may not be the reason why you won, but you can't say he's the reason why you lost. And a lot of people take the pressure and they try to make it be about them. Like, oh, I gotta be the guy, I gotta get the MVP, I gotta throw for 300 yards, I gotta run for 200. He knows the game and he looks at it like, did we win? cool and that's all that really matters like and i and i think it says a lot when you look at the super bowl and only people to score touchdowns were the people that you can argue he brought to the team
0: that's that's what i was just gonna say i think for a number of reasons you can easily argue this to be his most impressive super bowl run um from the standpoint if you want to look at just the game itself i mean uh, about him about
1: him or the teams
0: um I think, th- I mean, just looking at his accomplishments, I'm not taking anything away. Like, the, if, if I could give the entire defense the MVP, they would have deserved it. Um, but what I would say is, when you look at how this season broke down, he goes to a brand new team after 20 years of pretty much the same offense. He doesn't, because of COVID and everything, they don't really get a natural off season to actually gel Start implementing some of those things. Obviously, they did make shift stuff, which is all good and well, but they never really had that true chemistry. And you could see that at the start of the year. Like they just weren't clicking. And then he has to go. They they make the wild card. And then to say, you know, he went through those guys that you just named on the road. Mm -hmm. He went, and I get there's no fans or limited fans. It will always be impressive to go into the dome and beat Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. And then to go. I mean, yeah, we can skip the Redskins game, but um, or sorry, the Washington football team game. I I should clarify. But to go into the Dome in New Orleans, win there, that's already a feather in the cap. Then you go on to Lambeau, which is never a place you want to be in January. And you're going against Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of this year. And then you go and play in the Super Bowl against the guy that everyone's already trying to say is going to eclipse you at some point. And like you said the three guys that scored touchdowns i don't know how involved he was in bringing ryan suck up in but the three guys that scored touchdowns are all on that team because of tom brady Mm -hmm. rob gronkowski was retired leonard fournette was cut and as far as i know no one was really like clamoring to go sign him and Mm -hmm. antonio brown was you know how do you even put that into words And, and, you know, his ability to adjust and at all times, you know, I I was listening to an interview, the touchdown that Antonio Brown scored, he ran the wrong route. Like, you know, but it's just like, that's something that happens when you've been there that many times, like that's never going to fluster Tom Brady, I don't think. Like I've always loved the narrative of to beat Tom Brady, you got to get pressure on him. And it's like, that's pretty much how you beat any quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've never seen a quarterback be like, I love playing when I'm getting constantly blitzed and hit like I'm always going to play better. You know,
1: it's like getting pressure on you and getting hit isn't necessarily the same thing. Tom Brady is one of I think I know the stats don't necessarily back this up, but historically speaking, when it comes to great quarterbacks, he is one of the worst when it comes to him getting pressure on him. Like you can even see like he jumps into sacks so he doesn't get hurt. And I understand it like he gets older. But, like, he doesn't – he's not – he's not, and I'm not saying he has to do this or anybody should, but he's not standing in the pocket like Brett Favre, like, whatever, I'm going to take this hit, but I'm throwing this 35, 45 yards down the field. He's biting that bullet. He's going to be like, nah, we good, we down. Okay, we yeah, good. Yeah, I okay, mean, but doing? I think
0: that's a, a sign of just intelligence and greatness, too. Mean, like, to we say like- that,
1: though, because he wins, though. Like, if 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 other quarterbacks did that and they didn't win, but they still put up good it stats. It looks suit, like, 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 a like a duck and
0: quacks like a duck. It's a duck. No, you know, what I mean, like you live to play the next one, <laughs> not the ugly duckling. But, <laughs> but you know, he's one of those guys where it's like it just happens. Like, you know, and I know, and I think this is true of all those great quarterbacks. And There's, and
1: on on top of that, Tom Brady's one of the easiest quarterbacks to actually take down historically. Who, who's was great, so I think uh, that that's part. Yeah, of the I mean, narrative. I mean,
0: he because I I think he knows it's worth just you know pl- live the next down. You know, it's better yeah, but that uh, than trying think- to force it.
1: But I think that's what they mean by like, because the guys who force it, you're going to get some turnovers, but they sometimes are going to, buy, going to get you a bomb. Like, damn, shouldn't have blessed them. Where like Tom Brady, they know like getting pressure on him doesn't necessarily mean you get the sack, but it makes him make the decision that he didn't want to make. Where like gunslingers, for instance, like a Aaron Rodgers, he'll have his jersey halfway off his shoulder and still throw a Hail Mary up. I mean, like Mahomes
0: did last night or the yeah, other night. So yeah. like,
1: it, but I think that's what they mean too. Not necessarily that you're going to stop the guy. But it's just like when people used to play like because everybody's making this this parallel, which I don't really agree with. But when the the way to slow Michael Jordan down was to make him shoot jump shots, we're not saying we're stopping Michael Jordan. We're saying like, hey, you got 30 points, but you shot it 20 times as opposed to you shot it 15 times and you got 30 points. Bit make you be a little bit less efficient so that we have a chance to actually do something.
0: Yeah, it's and the longevity is just laughable at this point. Um I saved one thing that I saw. These were some businesses that advertised during the Super Bowl, in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. AOL, <laughs> Blockbuster, Radio Shack, Circuit City, Comp USA, Sears, Hot Jobs, Yahoo, Voice Dream Wireless, Gateway Computers. Pretty much none of those exist anymore. And they they had the cash to splash for a Super Bowl ad back in the day. It's like, you know, like I and then you know, it's something where a lot some people are really mad at Patriots fans like my age that were rooting for Tom Brady. And they love to be like, Well, you probably weren't a Patriots fan before Tom Brady. I was like, I was six. Like, this is how far back this goes. Like to me, it's almost like my parents got divorced and I just love them both still. Mm -hmm. And it's like you know, I owe that guy so many weekends of happiness, and you've seen some of them, lived them. Um, and I think, obviously, this is uh, probably a little hyperbolic, and, you know, there's many, many people, or not many, but there are others on this list. I think you can start to make an argument that, all things considered, with the way the salary cap is set up, number of teams, longevity of success, the impact that you have to have in your success, single elimination sport. I think we're starting to reach a point where he gets in that conversation of the greatest winners in American team sports. And I say American team sports, because you know you look at the Messi's or Ronaldo's who just are sitting on trophies worldwide. And then I think it's really hard to compare a team sport athlete to a Tiger or Serena. You know, or a Floyd, you know, it's just a little bit different. So I, I don't like to compare with individual sports. But See, but I feel
1: like when you start making all of those caveats, there's literally only like three sports you're considering. So it's like, all right. Yeah, cool. no, it's possible. But, but he was already there way before, way before last weekend. is I agree. To me, it's what do we, how do we quantify the winning? Like, are you the reason why you won or are you the reason why you didn't lose? Those, those are not the same thing. You know, like Robert Horry was the reason why a lot of teams won but he ain't going to be looked at as like you know Robert Horry man Go. Yeah, he's not
0: going to be looked at the reason that they were in that spot
1: exactly he came up when he needed to come up and, Fisher. but I, I think him.
0: you look at what Tom Brady did you know people flocked to him in Tampa they did it in New England they got guys on discounts because they were like yeah let's, let's load up and, and you know I, I think it's something that's true of many greats but maybe him above the rest with how established his dominance and greatness is, is that, you know, I think Pat McAfee was saying this on his show when a guy like Tom Brady walks in the door, everyone down to the equipment manager is better. And he said, you know, there's that certain sentiment of, you know, if you don't have, if if you're looking at your quarterback and you're like a defensive back in practice, you are like, I mean, he's not going to take us anywhere. You probably take like the last third of that practice kind of, half off Mm -hmm. it's like when you look at that guy you're like we we got we got a shot at this thing you know that's going to make you drive harder and you're going to be like this guy can do it we've seen him do it this guy does it year in and year out and so i think there's something to be said for that that's an intangible ability that you can't really replicate with many guys to be like this guy can take us to the promised land we've seen him do it with lesser players than us, if you're a Mike Evans um, or, or, you know, a Chris Godwin, you're like, you know, he walks in the door and you're like, we already have a shot.
1: See, but that's why I said for a game, he's not my number one pick or number two, or number three, probably not number four. If you're talking about a series of games, yeah, it makes sense why you would want him on your team. But we've seen Tom Brady when he's with a new team, even when it's with the Patriots, not play well at first mm-hmm. because he doesn't adjust well with – Oh, yeah.
0: Repetition. I mean, yeah, it's why it was like it's why every September, where, like, clockwork, they're like, oh, he's done. one of
1: those things why he – you can't plug Tom Brady in and just say we're going to be great. Like, it takes time for somebody like him, which is not a, a knock on him, but I think that speaks to the type of player he is as opposed to the type of player he makes you become. Like, you can argue that Tom Brady may – may have made one or two players Hall of Famers, which is a beautiful thing. But 21 years in a game, when you have that kind of statistics, that shows that you do what you need to do as opposed to you are the reason why people become great. Like I think his leadership is higher than probably anybody I've ever seen when it comes to um, football in general. Like it's just like, there hasn't been one player on any side of the ball who said anything negative about Tom Brady, including special teams. That's insane, That's, that that does not happen. Usually somebody's like, yeah, that guy was a dick or he parked in my spot one time, or I said hi to him, he walked by. I haven't heard one human being ever say, yeah, I don't fuck with Tom Brady, who's played with Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, if anything, it's like you, like as fans, you would be like, oh, this guy must be a robot. And then he comes across more and more likable when you hear people talk about him. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, um, they had a a snow game in Buffalo and bear in mind, this is not like 24 year old dating Tara Reed partying all the time. Tom Brady, this is like 33 year old dad kind of at that point now that we know him now of like really keeping good care of his body um, to elevate his career. And they were in Buffalo. They got stranded from a snowstorm. So they're all at a bar and the story as it's been told Um, I I because I should specify that I did not was not there for this though I would have liked to be a fly on the wall for this situation. The O linemen were basically like, "Oh Tom, let's have a let's have a beer chugging contest." And as the story goes, he originally was like, "Nah, we're not doing that. Like I'm just here to hang out." And they were really you know pestering him. He says, "Okay," and he walks over. He goes, "Just so you guys know, you're gonna lose, right?" So like he's already like he's one of those people that's just psychotic about winning. And, and that's what makes him great. That's why he, after in the what, fourth quarter, he's jawing at Tyron Matthew up 20. Um, you know, it's just, he has a different level of intensity. And no, I not different. Like, I, I don't, I feel like that's that's yeah. not quite right, but he has something where he should be satisfied even at age 33 at the point in this story to not care about a beer chugging contest with his old lineman. And the story goes, he wins, by the way, he wins takes the glass, spikes it on the floor, and then walks out.
1: <laughs> See, to me, to me, Tom Brady is the team sports version of Tiger Woods where you get extreme success young, and it doesn't make you duller. or it doesn't make you lazy. It makes you be like, no, this is what I do. I got to keep going out mm-hmm. and doing this. On the field, you're showing some type of feroc- ferocity and intensity and ne- you don't want either one of these people stalking you l- allowing them to have any daylight to try to beat you and then off the field they're dweebs and yeah, nobody's no, like a little bit be- that nobody's like i want to be them like there aren't there aren't people who are like i want to be tiger woods off the field people aren't like i want to be tom brady off the field it's just like that's not how i mean i, I kind of
0: want to have tom brady's life
1: that, that's not being tom brady no, I mean, when I, I, I want to I, be my, like when I was a kid, I wanted to be Michael Jordan. I don't care how much money he had. I don't, I was like, that's a cool, I want to be him. Like that's dope. Like I didn't say I want to drive his Ferrari. I was like, I want to be Michael Jordan. Like that's a different kind of thing. Like I don't, that's not what people say. Most people don't say about Tom Brady outside of New England probably. People don't look at Tiger Woods like, I want to be Tiger Woods outside of golf. Like nobody wants that voice. Nobody wants that hairline. Nobody wants the scandal. Like you don't even, even the people who have had scandals who we think is cool, we like uh I'd be cool to be that person for a little bit of time. Like, I am for I, I don't condone anything this man did. I'm about to say some something, but I won't I don't condone anything. We need this to man start did. this
0: with an allegedly.
1: No, it's no allegedly. This is hundred okay. percent facts. I would have loved for one month to be Lawrence Taylor. Be like, yo, this is crazy. We smoking crack,
0: we having hookers, and we're gonna win <laughs> some Super Bowls. I'm about to see what this life like. Like, that's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say. I want everything that comes with being Tom Brady more than I want to go to bed at 8.30 p.m.
1: And eat avocado ice cream.
0: I'm down to try that. I'll be no, no, honest, no, no, no,
1: no, but... no. not trying. You got to eat the bowl. It ain't like, let me get a, it ain't like Baskin Robbins. Let me get us a little spoon. Let me see what it's like. like but, but no, that's, that's, thing.
0: that's probably all he does is like a couple spoonfuls. And that's the special treat every couple of weeks. But, you know, it, it's something I don't, I still don't get. And obviously it's why he's far greater than I am and more successful. I don't get how you can still be driven. I mean, I guess love of the game, and you know, I think I think he looked for ways to be doubted. You know, I think having teammates like Rodney Harrison does that for you, because Rodney Harrison used to convince the Patriots that no one believed in them when they were fourteen and zero, and that's just who he was. But it's like he just looks for anything. I that Tyron that... Matthew moment, you know, it brought back memories. Um, th- there was a guy named Alfonso Smith. He was a, a defensive back for the Lions, and this was getting talked about when Tyron Matthew said. I never really saw that side of Tom Brady, to be, to be honest, of when you poked the bear, which was a kind of laughable statement. And this guy finger-wagged on Brady, and after that point, so before the Alfonso Smith finger wag, I don't remember exactly when in the game it was, but by the stats you can kind of gauge it, about halfway through probably. They had 10 points before. He was 11 of 16 for 125 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. After the finger wag, 10 of 11 for 216 yards, four touchdowns and 35 points and a perfect passer rating. And not just was he dicing up the entire defense. There was one point, uh, this was a screen grab someone shared. Alfonso Smith personally had been thrown at seven times for five receptions, 125 yards and three touchdowns. He's one of those people you just don't poke him. You know, it's like he 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 embodies to a degree that that Michael Jordan clip from The Last Dance. I took that personally. You know, he'll find a way to take anything personal, like any great would. It's why they elevate beyond the the Mitch Trubisky, Jameis, and and you know some of those lower level guys. Is obviously there's a skill gap sometimes, but I think with Tom Brady, that's what makes his so impressive. Was no one's ever made the argument he's more skilled, that you know, for most of his career than the top guys. You know, it was always a, a brain and, and preparation and determination to win um, that usually was seemingly pretty unmatched.
1: Maybe, but I feel like most of that shit is just for fans. Like, I don't think professional athletes really care about almost none of the stuff that we'd be talking about. What motivates these people? Like, sometimes are you good or you ain't? Okay. Like, because if Peyton Manning would have wagged his finger in front of Tom Brady, Tom Brady would be like, well, that's still Peyton Manning. Like, the people Yeah, no, know- I, I, I think that's part hold, of hold, it. Hold, is- hold on, hold on. Yeah. You just talk for 30 minutes. Oh, but God. people um know who who you can intimidate and who you can intimidate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody got a plan so they get hit in the mouth. And that's just what it's going to be. And I, I just don't believe that grown men are going to be afraid of a quarterback who doesn't run. Like, that's just – that don't do it. Like, who are you gonna throw over the top? Like, oh my God, unless you were that mentally weak where somebody completing a pass on you shatters your world, which there are cornerbacks and safeties who that happens to. Other than that, a lot of that stuff is just for us to be enjoyable. Like, ooh, look at the legend growing. Like, that stuff don't mean nothing for the most part. For all we know, that cornerback could have been getting picked off the entire game after he walked his finger like somebody could have been setting one of those illegal screen nudge offs like uh and I can't get to him we just don't know it looks good on paper Tom Brady is amazing he's a hall of Famer. that's what he is and that cornerback who obviously wasn't good enough for me to remember his name allows things to be what it is so like we're not talking about that with Dion we're not talking about that with, with young Revis we're not talking about that with young Sherman we're not talking about that with to Tlaib like we're not like that's we talk about it with the guys who we don't remember their names. Like very few times, was a great defender, either talking smack, pointing finger, waving finger, and he got demolished consistently. Like very few times that I can remember. Yeah, I agree.
0: Sport. I think there was always more of a. I think it was more of a. Who are you to do that? You know, type of thing. And I, I think. And I and I think that's why you know I know there's the story that came out that he immediately after the game reached out to Matthew because he actually respects him. But like, you know, any mic'd up moment that Brady had with Ray Lewis, or even he had some good ones uh, when they played the Chargers a couple of years ago with Joey Bosa, I, I don't think he, like if a, if a great does it, but I also feel like greats know you don't do that. Because like, you know, it's the same way he he probably wouldn't do that to a Ray Lewis. You know, like, I feel like there's a certain respect among the great of the greats <laughs> that when someone pokes one of those bears, that's a no-name, you're like, what are you doing?
1: Listen, there's only one sentence you ever have to say when when a no-name pokes a person with a name. You know what that sentence is?
0: What is that sentence?
1: Who the fuck is that guy?
0: Who the fuck is that guy?
1: That's all you have to say. Yeah, no, it made me
0: think of, there was a great moment from Pedro Martinez's career against the Yankees, and Kareem Garcia. And the only reason I remember that name is because of Pedro Martinez was talking about what Pedro can do with hitting guys or, or whatever. <laughs> and he goes, who are you, Kareem Garcia, to talk to Pedro Martinez? <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. And that's when you got to realize if you Kareem Garcia, am I actually going to be able to hit this ball or do I got to hit him in his face? It's only two options. Yeah. So you got to pick your path and stay in hold.
0: You know, we're, we're talking about the unicorns of of sports here. Or it's like you just like just stay away from those guys. Go talk trash to Mitch Trubisky. But
1: but I got an example of something I saw today earlier this week and last week where I'm like a guy who we love who's been out here chirping and, and doing what he needs to do, basically waving his virtual finger at people. And I am on this. This is a guy that we love, love. And I am on the side of like you doing too much and it's looking bad and you also you actually look bad with what you're trying to do, and that man unfortunately is Nathan Diaz. It's looking bad out here for Nate. Like mm-hmm. Nate, Nathan. I'm gonna keep saying Nathan because apparently he likes to be called Nathan, which is Nathan, so funny because yeah, he,
0: he seems like the person with the least like being called Nathan.
1: Yeah, he's like no, that's my name. I was like, right, my bad. Nathan so and like, Nicholas. We're not doing Nicholas though. I ain't rocking <laughs> with that one. That just sounds. That sounds. That sounds too soft. But Nathan like, doesn't. I mean, listen. He said he wants to do it. As soon as he said, "Call me Nathan," it sounded harder. I don't know why, but like, like if Nick was like, "Yo, I'm Nicholas," I'm like, "You right, you Nicholas, you got it." Like, I don't know <laughs> you why
0: ears come out of their mouth first.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has to come out their mouth first. It, it okay. has. To I, come I, out I, I can
0: respect that.
1: Like, like if like if they didn't co-sign a scrap pack, that sounds kind of corny. But when they co-sign, it, it's like, oh, that's dope. That's hard scrap <laughs> pack. 209. Let's go. <laughs> you dig like like if one of us, if the if the announcer would have been like, if, if the announcer when Nick was bawling out when he was like the God, um <laughs> back when he was in his God form, the announcers would have be been like, Stockton, bitch, we'd have been like, What? But when he said it, it was like, oh <laughs> it has to come out of their mouth first okay. for it
0: official. So when Nathan, it's the rare time when like giving yourself a new nickname works.
1: It works. Yeah. It's like
0: because I, I think the same thing. If an announcer called Kobe Black Mamba, no. it would be way less cool. It'd be so which is which is like shows the the levels that these people are at because there's nothing more corny than giving yourself a nickname, but for some people it works.
1: Unless it hits, yeah, that's the thing. Like, It I'm really has myself, to be
0: a chef's kiss. <laughs> well, I've given myself
1: plenty of nicknames, and for the most part, they hit, so I just get allowed to get a pass and just throw anything out there. That's why Shaq ran amok for 20 years. It was like, all right, Shaq, you're the big shamrock, the big cat. It can't just be big. You got to give me some variation, but he didn't. But back to Nathan, it's – listen, man, it's looking ba- – it's like Nathan – I got to start. I got to call him Nate. I can't keep calling him Nathan. Nate is literally – it feels like I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. It feels like right before our eyes, one of our favorite athletes is getting old and doesn't realize it. It's like when you see like when you see a basketball player who you know used to be able to play defense and he, then guys just getting around and be like, what happened here? Or like a football player who no longer can jump or like a sprinter who isn't fast anymore, but he's just good enough to still make the team. So you get to see how less fast he is than everybody else he's racing against. That's what it's starting to feel like. And I'm like, I really hope I'm wrong at this because he is not only, he's always said delusional things, but he is saying delusional things that I really starting to believe he believes. Like there was a line with like the Diaz brothers where like, I didn't, they were they're 100% crazy, but they had a certain level of entertainment with them where they would blend reality and entertainment. And they did it in a way in which they did it for their betterment. And it made you think like, that's actually a possibility. I can't tell you anything Nate said in the in the in the interview with Ariel, where he was talking about fighting anybody, especially at the weights he was fighting, that made any sense to me and,
0: and it made me feel like, oh yeah, should that's, that's that that's a possibility. Yeah, it felt a little bit, and I didn't watch the full interview, so I've only kind of caught some clips. It felt, and I like the analogy you used. It's kind of like a of an elite running back who used to just run. Passed and through everyone and he's starting to get caught from behind by like linebackers mm-hmm. and he's and not still even all pro
1: linebackers just pretty good line like good
0: linebackers yeah and it's like like you're not seeing this you know it's like suddenly that six yards of carry is turning into like three and a half and it's like okay you could like you know Nate's had a couple of good performances um you know he beat Showtime and that was an impressive win he looked really great Um, and it's like, but you're not seeing some things change, you know, in, and I, and I don't know, um, you know, but it's, it's not great when right now Connor is being old Connor and clowning you. That's not a good look. Even if you're Nate and there's history there, if he's, if he's making fun of you for the chair that you're in, it's not great. (laughs) It's not great. But, but
1: did you hear what he said about Connor? in that interview uh
0: no i don't think i did oh I, may have caught the clip, I, but.
1: See, I didn't hear see or hear anything connor said but he said it because of what he said because when you said he's claiming about that chair, I was like oh he's talking about because of the interview ariel was like so what about the connor fight i feel like that's oh that's, i i
0: think i did see a quote card on and it did, and then
1: he said connor he said, "Man, I would have to lose a few to, to and then I can fight Connor But the, the streak he's on, I was like, "Yo." <laughs> hey, I
0: mean, that 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 one's always there, but it's just like, man,
1: that is I, hilarious. I, I
0: wish Nate still. I, I wish there was, and I think part of it, it sucks. What we're realizing, it sucks when we have doubts about our guys. You know, it's like I wish I could believe that. And actually, no. This one might be possible. I wish I could believe that Marshawn Lynch could just walk into any NFL locker room right now and give you twelve hundred yards. He might, um, but he's
1: he. I think one. he can still give you ten touchdowns. I don't know how he' going to get. He might get yeah. a little rushing, a little catching. He might play some yeah. special teams. I think he can give you ten.
0: Yeah, I, I, can, I can. He can give you sixty points for sure. Yeah,
1: but, you know because like give him, give him he. Marshawn Lynch bringing back the fullback position, he'll be a Hall of just because they would be like, you know what, I'm coming back only as a fullback. Mike Allscott, give it to me in a short run, and I'm going to block. they would be like, oh, well, you yeah. got a whole position B- basically
0: back. what Rob Gronkowski did this year for, as a tight end. He's like, yeah, yeah no. When
1: you need me, I'm going to turn back into the old me, but for now, I'm here blocking. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think Nate, this is the parallel I'm going to make, and it hurts my heart to say this because I hate this team. It, I'm going to ask you. I believe, and let me know what you think about this, Nate Diaz has become Ezekiel Elliott. Where he shined bright for a very brief time, a very likable player. Maybe it's because of the last name. Maybe it's because of the team that he plays for, and he proved that he is worth the big time money because he produced and he was popular. And even though he's performing at a level in which he is a starter, he is not the same person. He doesn't he's don't not have a for Two
0: thousand, yeah.
1: Hell, he don't have on breakaway runs. He's dropping the ball. I think he it's an interesting one.
0: Slower. Yeah, I, I can definitely see it because I think the the key is, and maybe this is me as a, an eternal optimist. I think with both of them, you can get that spark. Like like you can have that game where Zeke has 100 yards in the first half. But I do think that the the consistency standpoint, it's not there. It's not there where you were getting a buck 50 and one every week, at least from Zeke. That's not there. It's not that Nate's just going to slap you up like he did to Cowboy, where you know he had he's one of the few people that I won't say broke Cowboy, but to, when Cowboy looks across from him, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the clip in the start of the third round, <laughs> and he's just nodding like, "Yep, you got me," <laughs> like that does like there were very few people that have ever come close to that, and you know I do think that it's starting to slip away where. You know, I, I know he wouldn't have chosen this, but it still hurts my heart to think that Nate Diaz had to have a fight stop due to a doctor stoppage. Yeah. And that that's where we're at with his career. You know, that and, hurts the heart.
1: And and he's saying things like, Yeah, I've never lost like these guys. I went back, I was like, I I am I am 85% sure that's incorrect. So like, let me go check. Let me just double check this. Nate has a TKO knockout. <laughs> he has a submission and he has a doctor stoppage. You did. You went triple out crown, like maybe <laughs> triple crown. Yeah, <laughs> so like he's like, yeah, I've never been put to sleep though. I'm like, and you're gonna keep fighting until you are, and then what are you gonna say? Like that—that's what makes it hard too. Like it's it, like the BJ Penn thing. He, he in the interview, he was like, oh, I just hung out with BJ Penn the other day. I'm like, don't be hanging out with BJ Penn. That is not the person who you should be <laughs> like. <laughs> for you. for a like,
0: multitude yeah. of reasons, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, I just was hanging out. I was like, don't do that, Nate. Like it's just because, and I and I think that like I love his confidence to a certain degree. I am not a fan of confidence when it is blatantly for it's
0: yeah, for clicks. like it's, yeah.
1: That's, that's hard. That's hard.
0: I, to I watch. think that's what hurts the most with Nate is he was one of the few guys that you were like, that's not for clicks. Like that mm-hmm. dude is that dude, and that's why I think we know, even though we're hoping maybe otherwise, we know he means what he's saying. He believes what he's saying he because believes. that's who he is. And that's the scary part. Like right, it, he was just like. I don't like to do.
1: I actually think that he has become his character, but I don't believe everything Kobe
0: Covington says, and I don't think he believes everything he says. He's but said he's it. So- he's, he's already said, like, oh, like, he. I mean, I, I feel like he kind of got tricked into this, if I remember correctly, into conceding that a lot of it's a character. And, but it was like, you know, that was the beauty of the Mystic Mac era Connor, mm-hmm. is you're like, you knew he was saying it kind of for clicks, but there was also this scary undertone of like, he believes he's knocking these dudes out in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, it was, and that's what Nate had. He was like, "I don't give a fuck who I'm fighting. We're scrapping."
1: And then, and then he goes, and then didn't.
0: But and now, it's like, I'm yeah. not
1: fighting that guy. He's like, "Hold on, mm-hmm. what happened?" Like, it's like he called out every legitimate 155 pounder who isn't Khabib, and he even talked about fighting Khabib. And he was like, "He fights so boring. Why would I want that?" And I'm like, "You said you like only fighting winners and people who are top." five in their division and both you, of those things <laughs> and arguably the greatest fighter ever he's like nah he's too boring it's like well then make it not boring in my mind I'm like then make it not boring he calls out every 155 pounder and then says I'll fight you at 170 and he's like I'm like what are we doing here like really what are we and then he was like there's nobody at 170 and he was like Kamaru Usman Gilbert Burns and he's like nah that stuff don't that don't that don't impress me when they grow up I'll fight him and it's like you can argue argue Kamaru Usman is a top ten champion in UFC history.
0: That dude is a monster.
1: A mon and almost and never when lost he a round. Grows
0: up, he's thirty three. He doesn't and have almost, that many more.
1: And almost never lost a round. In my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean like, that's insane. That, that performance against Tyron Woodley, who at the time, was who's our, who's my looking, dude. Yeah, like Woodley was relatively untouchable at that
1: point. He was. He was scary. 'Cause he could beat you up on his feet. He was an all American Like it was like, how are you hey, gonna beat the he guy? beat
0: Wonder Boy, he beat, I mean, what he did to Darren Till was just flat out disrespectful. Darren <laughs> Till shouldn't have been cut into 170, but like you're like, oh, maybe the size difference will like get nope, slept. Um, you know, it's like the, the dude was just like he that was the explosivity that really had been seen very few times, I think, in the UFC, mm-hmm. apart from the the forty-five Connor. Where it's yeah. like, okay, you're cheating. I, like I you said, That's cheating. That's cheating. Or, or like, Darren Till, Like, the Darren Till versus Cowboy. That was cheating. Yeah. It was like, you're fighting a 155-er who's just like, I don't really feel like cutting weight right now. And I remember, I'll never forget reading this tweet. There's like, Darren Till walked in the octagon to fight at welterweight at, at 202 pounds. <laughs> and I was like, you yeah, know. Cowboy when he fights at 170, he probably walks around at 175. Like he sleeps and just the weight is cut. Dude, it's crazy.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, it's and and like I and we lo- once again, we love Nate. Like love him. Love him.
0: we, have, we have a hard. real affinity for Bay Area athletes. Um come to notice.
1: Some, some, some. Not all, not all.
0: Well, I, I think I have I have one more than you, maybe two. <laughs> so I'll, I'll throw jewels in there. But you know, by the way, and to wrap it up, because we haven't even gotten into our numbers for the episode.
1: <laughs> I mentioned Drew Brees to like try to get us to do he that. Did.
0: yeah? <laughs> I, I I thought about that. I wasn't ready. To, I had I had Tom Brady notes to go for. Yeah. Um, but I'll leave it on the Marshawn Lynch tweet if we want to circle back to that, just as a way to bring ourselves back around. Yep. Um, Cause we, we will have to do this. You know, here's a little tease as well. You know, we got drafts to do tonight. We got the currency draft. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. I personally am maybe vetoing this. Um, but he's saying Tom Brady from the town now, no more that Bay shit. Me, the black delegation draft TB12 to Oakland, California. Welcome home, Tom. Yes. Laud 10 piece chicken McNugget with all the sauce. <laughs> I don't know who the white delegation is getting back. Uh, it will have to be substantial compensation. Uh, maybe Michael Jordan, a lot of cigars. Well, no, no but can't with the shoes. Camp with the shoes.
1: No, but but you forgot. Y'all already had an, a bonus draft. We, we got a bonus draft pick in like 94, 95. When OJ won, and then we was like, we don't really want OJ, so we're going future compensation. So we're taking Tom no, Brady. Tom
0: Brady is not a player. <laughs> <that he did>. <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> but we got him early though. You didn't realize it, that we want future compensation, but we got him like we got him on the ground level. We just now being like, Oh, you didn't read the fine print. He'd been on this team. No. When he when he ran that combine, we was like, there's something there. Has to be something. Yeah, well,
0: the six stringer of Michigan. That that's that's who we're keeping our we eye you know, on. We gave you the rights to OJ in his
1: in his legacy, Orenthal, You know what I'm saying? And and now we hear it. Gave, here.
0: gave. That, that was being clamored for at the time.
1: Yeah, you know OJ. Think about it. OJ has been OJ has been more popular in the 2000s than he probably was since he was running the football.
0: Hello, Twitter world.
1: Hello, to the world. The 30 for 30. <laughs> the um, Made in America series. Like, it's, cr- and, and uh, all right, this is, I, OJ's a whole different episode probably, but I love the fact that he still owes the Goldman's thing like seventy million dollars, and he hasn't even paid them. I don't and even. He's think just he's chilling them, on the golf course. I don't even think he's paid them like three million dollars. I think it's like like
0: <laughs> and apparently a firm handshake and a how you doing,
1: dog? And apparently he did it because he put it in in some uh in an escrow account before he lost the settlement, so he it couldn't touch it. They only could touch everything he actually had outside of the escrow. I love when somebody beats a system like that. Super petty, that's super
0: petty, way. but I, I I like it. Dog, because like you telling
1: me, you telling me that a guy who was a waiter, family deserves seventy million dollars. Like I, I, get it to a certain extent when you kill somebody who was an earner for your family. Like it's like this is what this person would have made over their lifetime. This person was a waiter. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to lowball their life at all. Hope that's not how it's being taken. But you have to see the hypocrisy in this, where it's like a, a fluent black man who got off on something that nobody thought he was gonna get off on wins that case, and then loses everything in the other case. And it feels like you piled on to him because you know you could because nobody was rooting for him anymore at that point. Uh. And he hasn't paid them almost nothing. Like, that is yeah, crazy. We're, we're, def-
0: we're definitely we're have to do an OJ episode. I got to watch some more of the OJ stuff. Like, I, I never got a chance to watch, um, you know, the, the couple series that had come out a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um so that's on the list but we'll we'll get to the numbers and I'm glad you brought up Drew Brees with the numbers because the guy that I want to show love to is the reason why Drew Brees wears that number
1: is it Gordy Howe
0: it's not Gordy Howe uh another 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 San Diego native Uh um another member of the Boston Mount Rushmore oh oh, of course
1: possibly (laughs) the greatest hitter to ever live outside of any Negro League hitter
0: and what I would like to say is, the guy who I say, this is maybe controversial, but I think he would, his frozen head may agree, the first minority player ever inducted in the Hall of Fame, because he has always said, and I think this is something that doesn't get nearly enough credit, he comes from Mer- Mexican heritage, and has mm-hmm. said, has had said himself, if he looked like his blood brother, he would not have been allowed to play baseball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think one of, among all the long list of things you can say great about his career, whether it be his career in the military service or in the major leagues, the defining moment for me to Ted Williams, the man, was despite being told, hey, don't do this, he made a large portion of his Hall of Fame speech uh an argument for the fact that the Negro leagues needed to be recognized and honored in Cooperstown. So my pick is Ted Williams, the greatest hitter who ever lived.
1: listen, I was was a small
0: asterisk that you gave. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I was
1: gonna I was gonna say it has to be Ted Williams. I knew you were gonna go there, even though we didn't talk about it. It had to be tough. I was hoping you were going to like do the Ivan McGovern, like yeah, you know, it's not this person, but this is a number nine I want to acknowledge because I was going to bring up Rajon Rondo. Exactly, and I was going to be like, for a career, for a career, who was? And this is, We cannot harp on this. This has to be a quick conversation. For a career, if you didn't, if they, if they, if neither one of them could have ever played for your team, but you were drafting them, who would you take, Rajon Rondo or Tony Parker? Nines versus nines.
0: I'm taking Rondo. And I, and I love Tony Parker, but and I I think as much as I'd like to remove any bias, there's bias there, and and I'm willing to accept that. Um, Rondo, take Rondo,
1: if, if you if I told you neither one of those players would ever make the playoffs, you only have them in the regular season.
0: I'd rather watch Rondo, yeah. Okay. Um, Rondo was a guy. I also have a, a I I don't know why I remember this. I remember going to a game with my with my dad in 6 07. Remember, this is a god awful Celtics team at the time. And I remember just like calling my shot. I was like, that guy's gonna be good. And it was the point where everyone's like, this guy sucks. He can't he can't make a 15-foot jump shot. You know, he's like not make him, he's like airballing them. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that guy, there's something there. It was like just watch him play a little defense tip ball. And I was like, I think this guy's gonna be okay. Also, I would argue it probably helped his career a little bit when you put three Hall of Famers with him year two. I think that helps you develop a little bit, but I think he developed into his own anyway.
1: I think, I hundred percent think those Hall of Famers helped him. But you know what I think helped him way more than those three Hall of Famers—the Jason Kidd trade talks. I think he was like, "Hold on, I ain't wasting this opportunity. We go. <laughs> I'm about to show y'all." Because if you remember, he wasn't still wasn't playing good with those Hall of Famers, and then they talked with some. We have an opportunity to acquire J.K., and he was like, "No,
0: you don't." And I felt like he was like And then then he turned into the guy where I remember being at this game, it was a game against the Knicks a week before Halloween one year and he had a triple double Mm -hmm. and the numbers were 10, 10, and 24. And 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 the last thing he got was points. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's just who he was. I was like, and like some of the plays he would make, you know, obviously shout out to White Chocolate going through White Chocolate's legs to dive for that ball in the play. Like he he just was weird that way, and there was always There was the behind the back fakes, he's the only person I've ever seen make LeBron James look absolutely ridiculously foolish on a chase down block opportunity. I mean he didn't go for the layup, so I guess there's part of that, but he kind of went up and then wall in the air swooped it back around and behind the back of Tony Allen and LeBron. You know i'm going to imitate this on on screen it's kind of going like this wall in the air. Like he didn't. It was like the only time I've ever seen LeBron James's body look completely lost as to what to do while in the air. And it was like, yeah, no, I, I could watch that guy at his peak anytime. When when, you, when you're chasing down a Hall of Famer and you're
1: trying to become a Hall of Famer, you never know what's gonna happen.
0: That's true. It's a Big brain, but yeah, it's shout out to Ted Williams. Uh, again, uh, biggest robbery in baseball MVP history that he didn't win the MVP in 1941. Um, I've always said that if I could go back and watch one MLB season, it would be that one mm-hmm. because you get the combo of Joe DiMaggio's streak and Ted Williams hitting 406 and winning the Triple Crown. From Yep, winning Triple Crown. Last time someone hit 406 also had better numbers in that 56-game stretch than Joe DiMaggio. People don't like to talk about that, but we do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout and out to Ted Joe, Williams.
1: Didn't Joe DiMaggio win nine as well?
0: Two or five.
1: five. Yeah, or nine five. for the Yankees. Maris? Was it Maris? Somebody. Yeah, Mantle prolific. was seven. Somebody prolific wore nine for the Yankees.
0: I think it's I think it's Maris. Yeah, Roger Maris. Maris? Yep. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh Ted Williams hit 521 home runs and missed arguably what could have been three of the most prolific years of his career. Um, He's also credited behind the scenes as being the person that brought greenies into baseball, which, uh, for people that don't know, were essentially Adderall before Adderall was prevalent. Uh, And people who were in the steroid era and greenies era said 80% of players would have rather had greenies than steroids. Uh, But I I think, I don't know if if I've shared this with you, the most ridiculous Ted Williams stat, of which there are many. Mm -hmm. what do you think his career on base percentage was and and for reference let's pull up what the league leader in on base percentage was last year actually let's look at 19 just because that's a more complete you know season so you know looks a little less fluky um The best on-base percentage in 2019 was Mike Trout at 438, which was comfortably the leader. 438, you said? Yeah.
1: I'm going 680. Well, now it's
0: not going to sound as
1: impressive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it like 530-something? It's 482. 482. Which is the all-time record, which, to do very basic math, if we're rounding a little bit, only slightly, doing some rounding for – you know, almost 10,000 at uh, plate appearances. He -hmm. got on base one every out of two times. That is ridiculous. (laughs) So yeah, shout shout out to Ted Williams, one of the all-time legends. Uh, Shout out to his frozen head, even though it got stolen once, we got it back. Um, Just all-time stories. The year he hit 400, he was at like 399 and... They were like, hey, you just want to sit today? And he was like, nope. And he went like four for five and ended at 406. Just one of those dudes that's built a little bit different. But uh, shout out to him. Um, but, you know, because we've already gone, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes at this point.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a new, yeah. yeah uh, Breaking yeah, news stat. Breaking news stat. Dun, dun, dun. Joe DiMaggio's original number was actually nine. Maybe he okay. changed because he was like, I can't
0: be Ty Williams. Just putting it out there. I'm going to run with that. I, 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 yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, who could? So,
1: I mean, some Negro League players may be like,
0: hey, hold my bat, but yeah, you Josh know. Gibson would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> hold this Josh real quick and watch me hit it 800 feet,
1: <laughs> hold the segregation thing real quick. Let me show you something. <laughs> yeah, because oh, I knew man. I saw it somewhere. I was I didn't like, I know that. Cause there's like some you can buy, you can't buy them if they're too expensive. Like some some mint baseball Joe DiMaggio baseball cards sure. where like it shows it. And then I think it also if you look at the Yankee history thing, it says originally number nine. It might have been like when he was coming up in the minors or something. Um, But like yeah, he orig- I think for a very I'm gonna run country. with
0: that. You know I have many friends from school who are Yankee fans, and I'm gonna <laughs> run with that like I'm cool Papa Bell. We're running all the way with that one. Shout out to cool
1: Papa. <laughs> Oh man! All right, let's get into this
0: drawer. So yeah, for those that don't remember, um, because I slacked last week and forgot about this, um, we decided—I forget who was the initial. I'm I'm sure you had the initial thought, but I don't remember what got us there originally. We're
1: talking about how Harry Tubman still isn't on the twenty-dollar bill. That's
0: what it was. I was like, like, "You say, why does it have to be a slave?" That was hey, it. And I was like, <laughs> look, look how
1: everybody forgot about that. Like, yeah, yeah we're gonna put Harriet Tubman on the top. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot, I forgot how we got there, but that's absolutely it. We said <laughs> we're gonna go and do a currency draft. So mm-hmm. I don't know how many you have done. I have every every regular bill. I don't have any coins. Okay, so I did bills and coins. Okay, I would love to hear I want you to still say them. I just didn't do okay. coins. Okay, I, I respect it. Um, so how do, you, how do you want to break down? Do you want to go? I feel like we got to work our way up. Yeah, let's right? go one to
1: 100. So if you got a penny, okay, tell me who your penny is. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. And I can guess who the
0: penny is probably going to be, but okay. Continue. Can you? I'd like to hear your guess because you are I you might get the penny. I don't think you will, though. Who, just who's off this, this? Yeah, I'm going to let you just guess. Yeah, cold guess.
1: Nope, because I, you know why I don't want to guess? Because it might reveal what I have for the dollar. Okay.
0: My so. penny is Jimmy Carter.
1: Ooh, Jimmy.
0: Why Jimmy Carter? So I, I went Jimmy Carter. This is one that I actually have a reason for. Um, I think his maybe it's a little demeaning, but his involvement with charity, mm-hmm. um, I think has been his greatest legacy above his presidency. His work mm-hmm. with Habitat for Humanity, which of course is very close to our hearts. People um, love him too. People love And Jimmy people Carter. love him. And I think it's you know, some of these kind of have a message for the choice and it's that base penny. It's so simple. And Mm -hmm. it you know, it's like this type of life should be the most simple thing that we look for, of trying to take care of our communities and the people around us. So I I think Jimmy Carter uh, should be on the penny. It's that base, you know, even give the least bit that you have, but it's still worth something. So that's why I went Jimmy Carter with the penny.
1: I'm not going to – I did no coins, so whatever you say uh-uh. is going to be our currency. So you, hopefully you ain't screwed this up.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I, 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 it, it, the first few are, like, kind of cool and serious, and then some of them are just ridiculous. Uh, the nickel, I have Matthew Henson. Are you familiar with who that is? I
1: am not familiar with Matthew Henson, but it so, sounds like another white guy, so we're going nope. white on white. Is no, it? no, is it is not.
0: Uh, it is a black man who got very little credit – for being doing what he did, so he was someone that got his credit stolen from him by mean, a white man.
1: You mean all black people? That's what you trying to say? So yeah, no, was Matthew, a bit see, of that. his name was Matthew Henson. Correct. That's why I don't recognize it. We don't we, we don't say whole names in the black community. You you know, Matty Henson? Maddy Hens? <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound why you du- you duped me. You yeah.
0: Duped so <laughs> Matt, Matthew Henson is the and he's an explorer the first man to ever reach the North Pole. But because he did this in, let me get the year right, 1908 and 1909, the credit went to his co-explorer buddy Robert Peary, who, I'll let you guess it, white guy, quite, (laughs) quite. So I've always, I I, I remember doing a report on Matthew Henson years ago because I always found that really fascinating um, that the guy that was the first guy kind to of reach the North Pole got very little credit. And neither did the Inuit assistants, obviously, for the fact that they were, again, not white, probably. So
1: tell me, is it a specific reason why he goes on the nickel when not anything higher?
0: Um, I think part of it is that part of my... I wanted something simple to represent exploration. And I think there's a certain... Like when I think of the nickel, I actually think of the bison nickel, the bison on the nickel more than any human. And I've Mm. always viewed that to be like a a nature coin for whatever reason. Okay. So that's why that one came to me. Some of these are very random in their assessment. And I'll be the first to tell you that some of them are have meanings. This one is really just that association of a nickel having some form of natural history on there. Um, So so that's why I have them on there. the dime. This one's random. Um, I just think Snoop Dogg needs to be on some currency. And a dime bag. <laughs> well, I did think of that after the fact, but I also just needed to f- put someone on the dime, and I had him in my list of like this guy needs to be on something. <laughs> but, but, but <laughs> and I, I felt like that's wrong in in retrospect that I put him on the dime. But you didn't even putting
1: random white people on on money fence forever I, I just want Whatever. Snoop. What era of Snoop though? we talk? We talk about we talk about out '90s
0: afro Snoop. Yeah. Oh yeah. For We're sure. Talking about like reggae Snoop, Snoop. Snoop. No. Lion? I, no. I want. I want like '93 Snoop.
1: You want nothing but a G thing, baby. Yeah. Two
0: low dogs. I want G-G gin and juice, doggy style. Yeah. yeah. I want that era of Snoop. <laughs> Just <laughs> literally, a literally smoking too. <laughs> you yeah. Know, too. I, 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 I want the nickel to have a color now. I'm about to say, is the nickel gonna be blue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nickel gonna be blue. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um the quarter i'm gonna go with jackie robinson obviously that wouldn't have been my normal first pick for a negro leaguer but i feel like the cultural significance um as it's recognized for jackie robinson is appropriate to be on some form of currency uh i was thinking four quarters four bases mm. you know, that, that that's kind of where my thinking was on that one he it wore 25 no, no I'm sorry. Satchel page we 25.
1: Isn't it 25 feet, too, each base? No, 90. Is 90?
0: Yeah. I'm think losing about, think about how close 25 oh, feet lo- is. <laughs> I'm losing
1: my grip. Edit point. Edit point. Edit point. Edit point. No, let's say it in. I might, that make that,
0: I might edit that part to just be louder. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the next one. This one, I mean, this is just a given. I'm going to let you say who it is because I'm going to say the coin, and you're going to have it. The half mm-hmm. dollar. Curtis Jackson. And and I'd like to show... I'm going to try and hide the rest of mine. I didn't even write 50 cent. I wrote Curtis Jackson.
1: (laughs) And I didn't even... I didn't even... You know, it's funny. I didn't even look at you when you asked me who it was. I was looking at my phone like, what was
0: I putting? (laughs) Yeah, no. I I put that on there just so I could put Curtis Jackson. Like, the the half dollar was not in my initial list of stuff I wanted to make. And I was like, I mean, there's a 50 cent coin. It's 50 cent. (laughs) So that, that was given... Um, I did do a golden dollar to the golden dollar coin. And so I'll give you this right before we go into the actual bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and the golden dollar, the reason I picked this person is I feel like you don't see golden dollars all that often. So I've wanted someone kind of unique and, and a little weird and like, and also something about the golden dollar just screams, screams con- conspiracy to me. So my golden dollar is Joe Rogan. and I want I want like the three eyed Rogan from like his actual podcast logo Uh, that's the Joe Rogan I want on the golden dollar
1: I think it's funny that you gave Joe Rogan the only piece of currency that is actual gold and had Native Americans on it with his infatuation with Native Americans
0: I I, I'm glad you mentioned that perfect segue can I that's my that's my dollar bill
1: Mm. So I did it a little differently than you. I try to make every every piece of currency matter to who or what is on it. But I came with suggestions. So I want you to help me whittle it down. Okay,
0: okay. I tried to do that. I'll be honest. And there were some where I either couldn't think of something that I felt was deserving mm-hmm. of that. Or there was just someone where I was like, I need this person to be on a bill. And... You know, I tried, tried to give meaning to it. Like the reason, you know, what, what, before we get to your point, the reason why I had Sacagawea as my dollar bill is I think the most common form of our currency should represent whose land we're on. Mm, mm. Even if we lie about the the development of America, let's show a little love and be like, you know, the reason we have George Washington on the dollar bill is he's the first president and that's supposed to be the most common form of currency. I say we take it further back.
1: Does does every dollar bill that you get come with bad water?
0: Only in Flint. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Just making sure it, it doesn't cause fracking. I was just wondering. Um,
0: I'm curious to hear yours though. Let's go. All
1: right, so, so for the dollar I have four options. Okay. No particular order. First one up, it should be a holographic bill. With Tracy McGrady and Penny Hardaway. Okay, so when you, I
0: I did think of Penny, but he would have been on a penny.
1: That's why I put those two together because okay. it's like the number ones in the magic uniforms, how they had the stars, and you kind of mm-hmm. could see them depending on the light. That okay. could be a dope bill. So oh, that's oh, so wait,
0: is, is it like depending on yeah. the holographic you yeah. only see one? So yeah. you don't it's not like two. Okay, mm. okay. Yeah,
1: depending on the it. light. Okay. Okay, second one, second option: Obama, first black president. And I just feel like we need, to make, we need to make some room. If we're going to keep presidents on any bills, let's put it on the lowest form of currency, but make it mean the most.
0: Okay. So so I, I feel like that's a little bit more in line with my Sacagawea line of thinking of having something super important beyond that first bill. Okay. He was one that, spoiler alert, did I did not put on there, and I wanted to and just couldn't find the purpose. Right. That, yeah, and that, that's where I was struggling. I, I didn't want to throw him on just to throw him on, so – yeah. But I like, I like, I like your thinking there.
1: Delaware, first state.
0: Okay, so how, a, how would you depict that on the bill? It'll be the me
1: same mean, way that they do like the, the, the commemorative coins, like on the back, how is like you see all of this? Like if it's Montana, you show the nature of Montana with the grizzly bear. So you have to take whatever Delaware has like as their like lands or mm-hmm. like whatever their landmarks are. And you use that as a collage of a bill, as opposed to it being one person, like on the So front would that be
0: like the collage on the back or would you try oh, to fit be, that on the front?
1: That would be on the front. So it wouldn't have to okay. be that little circle. And then on the back, it could still say $1 or whatever is going to be. So it'll okay. actually look more like European money or South American money. Okay. You know, how they have like the yep. pieces of it. So mm-hmm. something like that. And this is my last one. And I know what you're going to be like, of course, Philadelphia, same montage idea, but
0: we're the first capital. I mean, technically, New York is the first capital. No, they're
1: not. We are.
0: Look I like to say that, but I, no, I'm look, pretty sure they up. credit New York above Philadelphia. Look Let's it say. up. Google first it. United States capital, New York City.
1: You said states, colonies, bro. The thirteen colonies. Look up the capital of the thirteen colonies.
0: No, I I, I recognize that. I said the first capital of the United States.
1: I said Philadelphia's the first capital of okay. America. That's what I said. I didn't okay. say the United hey, States. Hey,
0: hey, you know me. I want to give New York City as little credit as possible. So are yeah, you, are, what, when you say Philadelphia, what, what's your imagination of that? Is it the Liberty Same. Bell? Or? Same up. Well, you mean what will be the pillars? of it? Yeah, yeah. Like what's gonna be what you're
1: actually looking at on the yeah, bell? I think that we could put William Penn there, which is dope because he actually was the only founding father that negotiated fair margins for the land that we're on with the um Lenape people. Cause he actually learned he actually took years off his life to learn the Lenape language in order to negotiate. So I think William Penn should be on there. I think okay. we have to put the Liberty Bell because America and all that kind of stuff. We can even go with the OG American flag if we want, because it was allegedly sewn here. You know, so we can keep it real historical. And if you want to go like modern day, you can do the art museum like everybody loves. Um, You can do Bowhouse it's, Row. It's just Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do, you can do Bowhouse Row. Like there, okay. there's some dope some dope pictures you can do. I wouldn't do our skyline because it's not as famous as other sky. I love our skyline. I think it's like it's, it's, it's just crowded enough to be recognizable. Mm-hmm. So like I love our skyline, but like there's more famous I don't know if that would – yeah, I don't think that
0: would play on a bill very well. Yeah. I, I do like it though. I, I, I like your picks i think i feel like you gotta start with something that's like american history like as much as i want to show love to t mac and penny i feel like that's a, a pretty distant last <laughs> 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 I, I i don't hate the the philly option i i think it's i mean obviously it's up to you you know you I can't make your decision for you.
1: I'm I'm going to go with the Philadelphia option as number one, Obama number two, and Delaware number three.
0: Okay. I, I think that's probably where I would fall on it as well. Who you got on the
1: two? Ooh, two. So you stick <coughs> So I have a few for number two.
0: Okay.
1: The first one is just like, how could I not put these two together? Derek Jeter, America's team in baseball, uh, the captain. Handsome devil, always came through with the big plays. Third I'm best shortstop of his era, and he like number two is iconic. It looks fresh, and he's biracial. That's what America is. When he gave when I really of plenty chance.
0: of people herpes too, so I I can see the vision.
1: If you ain't got herpes, then you're not trying hard enough. So my second option is, Gigi Bryant. Inspiration, woman. It could be a little girl, and it could be it can be a story that can be it can be told as a, as a horror story, but it can also be told as a story of change. But the cool okay. thing about my bill, the number two bill, I don't think one person should be on it. I think it should be how they're probably going to do the twenty dollar bill, where like there's built multiple faces. Answers. Yeah. So if it's a if it's a sports theme, then I think Derek Jeter and Gigi Bryant could be dope. Um, one being the background, one being the main face. If it's if it's like an actual landmass. What if we did something like a little combination of Alaska and Hawaii since they're the last two states? Cause they get no love anyway. And it's like, sure. okay, we gotta we gotta show something. And then my last option, of course, is Tupac. Gotta do it. Had to put those twos up.
0: Yeah, I mean, of those, I mean, I, I think we came to an agreement that the most natural one is, is Pac. Um throw
1: it up. but
0: but but let me throw you my idea that wasn't Pac. Sorry, toss it up. I'm losing everything tonight. Continue. The $2 bill to me that, you know, again, this is one that I tried to find some purpose for again, like the golden dollar, they don't pop up that much. It's kind of a quirky thing. I think if you have $2 bills, it's mm-hmm. like I feel like there should be something weird about it and like have a quirky <laughs> person. So I want to put on, and I think, again, this is something kind of like your Gigi point. There are horror stories, but also inspiration points that you can find in this Robin Williams. Hmm. And I feel like you can on the back kind of have, you know, he's given multiple very inspirational lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like almost on the back border, maybe it's like uh, the picture of him and Matt Damon on the bench and goodwill hunting type thing where he's giving that very profound monologue and kind of the border is just his quotes of, you know, from dead poet society, goodwill hunting, you know, he has, a long list of them, but it was just like, I feel like, again, you don't see the two that pop up that much. And it's like, it's almost a, like if you buy a $2 bill, you're doing it just because it's kind of funny and unique and you don't see them used. So that's Mm -hmm. why I think it has to be someone totally weird. Um, so that, that's why I went with Robin Williams is I feel like it's also a, a story of, you know, the happiest people aren't always the happiest. So, you know, I tried to add a little story with that one, but, that's, that's why I went with Robin Williams, but I, I do like your your choices as well, apart from Derek Jeter.
1: <laughs> so of course I got to go with Tupac for my choice. That's why I'm yeah. going to lean on Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, five, I mean, was, five was actually harder than I thought it was going to be for me.
0: Yeah, I didn't let myself go Nomar here, so.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I if you had to pick an athlete with five, what would it be?
0: I mean, for me, it's Nomar, but I mean, to be on a dollar bill I mean, DiMaggio is one that comes to mind. I'll be honest. Again, um, you know, heritage of being an Italian American in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that pops up. So, uh, see, I think you. I
1: think you I think you overthought it. You're going with the Jersey number, right? I, I went a little different. That I put. Five. I put Bill Russell because he was the first black coach of a five-man starting team in the National Basketball Association. He okay. played the five. And like in my mind, I was like, this could be a cool homage because he's one of the civil rights leaders that one doesn't get to do. He deserves to be a civil rights leader. He's the winningest person in American professional sports um, if you do it by the numbers. And he was always about, we have to come together as a whole squad. Whoever the five people are on the floor, we got to do it together. So that was my first pick for five. This one, I actually... <laughs> this would never happen, but I think I'm on to something with what I'm about to say. It should I'm, be I'm, curious weed... if
0: you, I'm curious if you had a similar thought to I what I did at five.
1: Oh, definitely not. What I'm about to say definitely. is completely out of here. <laughs> like, it's so left. Okay, field. Cool. <laughs> cool. It needs to, so if the bill is going to stay green, right? Okay. It needs to That's be a something weed I hadn't thought about. It needs to be a weed plant because, because, I got five on oh, it man. by the loonies. <laughs> so we got to put the lyrics somewhere in like a holographic, how you have
0: to check to see if it's real. You mm-hmm. put it up to the light and it just shows the lyrics to I got five on it. Okay. I did think about uh, that song actually in, in okay. my in my thought process. <laughs> so the five, yeah. Do you have more? I got two more. I got two okay. more. Okay, Yeah, shoot.
1: One that's kind of BS, but the, the kids will love it. A pound sign. Because, you know, a pound where I come from means five. And a pound is what you use in social media. And then my last one is just because I think he needs to be on a bill, and I wasn't really sure which bill he could be on. I didn't want him to put go too high. I wanted to be. I wanted this person to be in daily rotation. I feel like the five is always in daily
0: rotation. That was that was part of my thinking on mine.
1: Dave Chappelle.
0: I, I. I. He's not my five. I swear I have Dave Chappelle written down as a possibility for for one of these, and I couldn't fit him in. But I swear to God, I, I had him there written is it like is it him or is it a character that that's my other question him. it's, him. it's probably him sitting on a stool probably sitting oh on a stool with a smoking microphone a, smoking a cigarette <laughs> i was thinking i was like you can't show the sick but you can see the smoke in the air yeah shout have this subtitle anyone got a lighter <laughs> 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 okay i like that um because i did also have the thought of rotation being key here mm-hmm. um and I, what were your first two options i, I I five on it was one and Bill Russell Russell. in the, in the loonies. (laughs) Okay. So on the thought of the loonies, part of me was like, okay, I want something with five people. This was, Mm -hmm. this was my first thought. This is how I started. I was like, and then I was looking at like bands and I was like, I'm not really feeling like I thought Jackson five, maybe, Mm. um, you know, that was certainly one that probably would still be a finalist for me. Um, I also thought how funny it would be if you take a like five-person band that's not American just to see how dumb Americans are and wouldn't realize that the people on their bills aren't American. But that that, that was kind of the point I was at when I got to the five. Um, But I eventually kind of circled back to, I do want to be someone that's in rotation. I think it needs to be someone beloved by all. Um, So I went with the voice of the Birmingham International Airport. I'm going Morgan Freeman on the five.
1: Ooh. Yes, Joe Clark.
0: Mm-hmm. I but I, I I did think about uh, Dave Chappelle and he just didn't end up making my final list. So I'm glad that you have that one covered.
1: Then, then that means that, I mean, I really was leaning heavy on Bill Russell, but I'm going to go Dave Chappelle for the people, man.
0: Yeah. Which, which hurts me to hear that. Um, I, I was looking for a way to naturally get Bill on a. Thing. On a bill. I, yeah. Bill, <laughs> bill on a bill. I, by the way, I did think about that. There was one point I was very tired the other night working on this. And I thought about just having every bill just be someone named Bill. Mm. <laughs> bill Nye on the hundred. <laughs> but so yeah, I went Morgan Freeman. Um, who you got on the 10? So I have two finalists for the 10. Okay. The first
1: one was my like original thought um, for a person. And it was Muhammad Ali um, because of, not only because of what he meant, but what made Muhammad Ali, I think stratospherically famous is when he knocked out Sonny, listen, and it takes 10 seconds for you to be knocked out. So it'll be like that iconic picture of him, like yelling, like, get up, you bum, or it'll be him with his hands in the air, I'm the greatest, Um, that one. Or, and this was before Sunday, Tom Brady, 10 Super Bowls, $10 bill, might have to change it.
0: I thought about that, but yeah, you're gonna have to update it to the $11 bill maybe in a year or two, so. I left Tom Brady off my list.
1: But remember, we talked about updating the currency continuously anyway. That's He's fair. like, well, why is everything just – because they because they redo the currency. <laughs> yeah. No, so here's what you
0: do. You do both of those. You have the Muhammad Ali, and then just while it's reasonable, you have the Brady bill, and that one just moves up.
1: <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is what we do. This is what we do. We have Muhammad Ali on the bill, and then when you go to check it in the light, the 10 turns to 12.
0: Ooh. I did, I did think about making some bills up. Like the six and the twelve for Russell and Brady. Oh, but trust me, I thought about
1: it too. That, I was like, how can that's I that's get I Iverson like, on a bill? <laughs> <I was>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, a two dollar bill. Can yeah. you can't make a three dollar bill? <laughs> I mean, you, maybe you put him on the five with someone else who wore number two. <laughs> the <laughs> Allen Iverson. Yeah, the, the Allen Iverson, and just because we need to make it fit, ISO Joe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it'd have to be Derek Fisher probably because he won championships. He'd be like, oh, Derek Fisher and Iverson bill. There's one MVP and five championships on this bill. (laughs) Who do you have for the two?
0: This was one that was kind of a name that I I knew I wanted on. There was kind of similar to having some names click like Matthew Henson, where I said, I think they're just underappreciated people. Mm -hmm. Um, This person just time-wise probably not a great person, but I think he gave us some great intellectual thoughts and, and philosophies. I want Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, you know, the essayist, lecturer, philosopher, and poet. Um, I I wanted something that merges creativity and nature. Um, So, you know, to have, again, I kind of had the the thought of the front would be his face, which would just look like basically any bill. I'm looking at a portrait of him now. You could sell this guy as he was for sure a president in the 1800s. Like if if I send you this picture, and was like, what did this person do? You might, like, like to, to the lay person, they might just say probably president. because it's just kind of how he looked. But I want that on the front. And then on the back, kind of, again, I want a outline of some of his greatest quotes of to be great is to be misunderstood. Um, live in the sunshine, swim the sea, and drink the wild air. You know, he had great lines. And then I want the back to be Walden Pond, uh, which is probably a Massachusetts bias thing. Um, Walden Pond isn't far from where I grew up and it's really beautiful, but that's where he wrote uh, a lot of his works. So I think it would be cool to kind of have that view of nature on the back of a bill. It would just be very simplistic. um, Again, kind of in in the daily rotation, maybe less so than the five and the one, but kind of still have some of that meaning of exploration uh, internally as well as in nature. So that's why I went with Ralph Waldo Emerson there. But I like the I'll leave one. I didn't think about the 10-second count.
1: Yeah, because I, I, 10 was a hard one. It was like, all right, I don't want to keep just going, like, you were a jersey, so, like, what can I do? And being a civil rights leader and then mm-hmm. thinking about Bill Russell before that, I'm like, we're going to put some more black people on here, which is why the 20 has to just be Harriet. Like, I ain't going to take it away from her before she even got it. But my fun answer besides Harriet was, we was going to put the Warriors logo because, you know, that's a dub, the dubs, so 20, dub. <laughs> I
0: was like –
1: can't go wrong
0: so i went i went similar i got harriet on mine but i want her and susan b anthony
1: i love me some susan
0: so i would love may- maybe to steal your holographic idea with the T Mac penny bill mm-hmm. kind of you got a little bit of both um and then on, on the back you can kind of have again we're we're, we're we're investing in these on the back <laughs> i want both some depiction of the underground railroad as well as the fight for women's suffrage I think that'd be pretty dope on the
1: phone. I'm sorry, I gotta retract my statement. I do not love Susan B. Anthony. I love what came from Susan B. Anthony Fair. Let me let me let me rephrase that. I don't love Susan B. Anthony literally at all. That woman was a fucking devil to black women, but I love what came from it. Um I, I heard you wrong. I thought you said Ida B. Wells um said Susan B. Anthony, because Ida B. Wells is my that's my, my girl. I love me some Ida Ida Wells. Um, but no, I I like I like that idea.
0: I, I just be, think and I feel like, you know, the only hesitation I have with that is everyone else on my list isn't sharing a bill.
1: Oh, so the woman bill gets multiple. Yeah,
0: times. and I feel like that could look weird. So maybe you got to go it, one way or the other. But, like, I or, felt like I wanted to do something other than just Harriet that kind of felt like not a cop out, but, like, or I is felt it like that, I needed more.
1: Or is it that how they do coins, but like commemorative coins, where they change mm-hmm. it, do you just do commemorative 20s?
0: Yeah, I'd be fine. With, I mean, I'd be fine with like, like I think we've that's been our overall point. Like am fine Williams with like History anything month? being these.
1: That could be pretty dope. Like Women's History Month, you get a Susan B. Anthony bill.
0: Okay. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I think there should not be a single person on each bill. Like, you should just have bills in rotation. I think that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, as long as it literally spins the same and it says what number it is, who gives a damn? Yeah. So my 50, of course, is, you know, Curtis Jackson, but one that I thought could be pretty cool if they could fit it on there some kind of way, a montage of the 50 states. So Ooh, that's, that's,
0: I like that idea. Right.
1: So the same way that how we would change like the coins or like the commemorative bills be like because, um, you know, how I don't know if people even realize this. I don't know. If, I don't even know if they still do it. But bills used to have a number like mm-hmm. a year that it was actually made on the front of it. So like depending on the year, it could be like uh, 2021. We're going to do six first six months. We're doing this state, next six months, we're doing that one. You can keep going for literally 25 years until you like, okay, we're good. And then you can just redo things and change the $50 bill. So it'll either be Curtis Jackson or a montage of the states um, for
0: like a certain period of time. I definitely like the state idea. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with my list, I kept it to people versus concept. Um, Again, there's probably some bias here. I'm with JFK.
1: Bangs with JFK. So I want, I, I want
0: JFK on the front, and then on the back, I want them planting the flag on the moon. One, because it'll piss piss off conspiracy theorists. And two, I just think that would be a cold picture to look at.
1: Honestly, I like the way that looks, but you know what I think would be a crazier picture to have? Him driving through Dallas? No. JFK on the front and on the back, people coming back from Vietnam. Okay. Is how he stood against the Vietnam War so it's like it's part of his legacy where it's like it's like I,
0: I, and you could probably do a little collage of, of a few different mm-hmm. things
1: because um, the only thing the thing about the the moon thing is then we got to remind people that Nazis helped us do that <laughs> we shouldn't hide it but I, I mean, like there's
0: it. plenty of stuff that we put on our bills that we should be ashamed of so that's I don't why know we, we changing them,
1: them though to, we're yeah, supposed to be the, we're supposed to be the godsends Ivan not to continue with this nonsense <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. all right you heard Oops. Dave Chappelle. why do i mind like green baseball cards with slave owners on them? <laughs>
0: all right what, what's your hundred it it did you come up with something other than will
1: yes yeah. i got two besides will will okay. is the number one and is in his will no matter what but the other two is one that is corny but the kids will love it and one that we will love but the kids will hate it which one do you want I,
0: first I, um go with the corny one first because i i think mine's pretty corny but i also think it would be kind of cool at the same time so i want to hear your corny one first
1: corny one is the hundred emoji
0: oh yeah that, that is corny yeah and the kids will love it oh, yeah they would but I, <laughs> I think i think they'd love mine too and so do you want mine and we'll kind of go back to back to back or do you want to give your yeah, yeah, no one? no back to back to back the hundred i don't know what technology is required of this Cause part of me is thinking like a hundred, like think about this in a rap video or, or lyrics that can come from this. Mm-hmm. There's no one on the hundred dollar bill. It's just a mirror. Mm. So it's like that, that most elite bill, you can look at yourself on that. Bill. On, I'm about to grab something that's gonna, gonna echo this point for you, that's
1: gonna help you out here. It can be done. Watch this, hold on. So one of the few things my last relationship broke me besides a broken heart. Is a love for Tegan and Sarah in their book, their autobiography. This is a mirror. So that when you're reading
0: it, you can see yourself and what they're talking about. So it's possible, baby. It's possible. So yeah, that was my idea. I don't know if it's like a holographic technology where it just kind of shines back at you or it's like mm-hmm. actual mirror. Cause I feel yeah. like that'd be tough to implant in a, in a paper bill or maybe, maybe we, maybe, maybe you take the flex all the way up. It's not paper anymore. <laughs> you just implant mirror in right in that listen man i've been but talking I about, just thinking about this and i hope that your vision as a rapper can see what that would do for the culture well that'd probably uh but it'd be like i think that'd be pretty dope to be like listen, i'm people, on the hundred
1: people will be wearing them like they're chains that'd be dope but yeah it's one of those things too where i'm all with changing the money from paper because if you think about it almost everybody who's on paper money owns slaves and the money is actually made from cotton today
0: yeah, I think, I, I forget who tweeted this. It may, may have been like uh, Arian Foster, Martellus Bennett. Um, it was one of those guys who who has no problem getting in the mud on Twitter. And someone was complaining about Trump getting impeached post his presidency. And someone was like, well, are we going to impeach George Washington for owning slaves? And they were like, sure, let's, let's do it. <laughs> I was like, I don't see a problem with it. We've had know. like four presidents. <laughs>
1: All right, so my last one. All right, tell tell me what I'm going to love. Tell
0: me what I'm going to love.
1: It comes from something that was said repeatedly at the most popular event in American history. And it may not be an exact number. It may not have been 100 times, but it felt like 100 times, and we can rewatch it 100 times. Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I don't get fined.
0: I really wanted to put it
1: and him on the and, and on the bill where it's just like like think about it like why'd you put it you just here so you he don't get fined and you pay a fine with money and it's the highest honor in the is land it, the, on is it is it,
0: the, is it the Darren Sharper picture?
1: No, it's him literally at the press conference. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like somewhere that Darren Sharper bit needs to be on there.
1: No, we can't put that on it because we can't acknowledge a, a suit a super rape, rapist. We gotta like <laughs> we no
0: no no not a picture of Darren Sharper the picture no. of Marshawn Lynch. Of, yeah,
1: still, yeah, he that means that we got to put him on the bill. Like, now nah, we got to leave sharper in prison. We can't,
0: <laughs> like,
1: it, it'd be cool. Damn, for he really Marshall. ruined that for us. He really did. Maybe he went to prison on purpose. If we stopped talking about it,
0: can we get some skittles? <laughs> can we get some skittles on there somewhere?
1: They probably they probably passing Darren Sharper around like a bag of skittles in prison. No comment, and that has no. been our episode, ladies and no gentlemen. No
0: comment, <laughs> <laughs> man. That, that was uh. You, you always find some way to hit something that was n- really not expected. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Think,
1: you think, all right, my last one about that. Do you think that every time he is getting anally raped, they pretend like they're catching interceptions and that's how they switch?
0: Um, you- I can't say that I think at all about how Darren Sharper gets anally raped. So, mm. I, I'm not sure what my answer to that would be. Edit point. <laughs> oh, no. This this is all staying in. Edit point. <laughs> oh, oh, we don't edit these. We, unless someone goes to the bathroom, there's no edits. Edit, edit point.
1: Edit <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. You can definitely keep that in because ain't nobody going to cry for a serial rapist. So
0: no, here we are. All right. Leave, leave us off. Do you have any uh, freestyle about Brady? You always have some good Brady bars. Brady, when I bomb you more, Nick Foles looking for a woman better than me, Tom Brady. What do you got for me right now? <laughs> okay, seven Super Bowls
1: okay. in. Okay, okay, let me think real quick. I wasn't expecting this at all. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna make something up as we go. You ready? You go. Um, There's a king on the seven, not KD. We talking about Tom Brady. Everybody wants to be the one who gets crowned, but they all acting shady. We ain't talking two Ms. We talking LVs. We talking about 50 touchdowns, 40 touchdowns, and you still can't see these. The most yards in a Super Bowl, check. The most wins in a Super Bowl, check. More wins than any franchise, check. And all Patrick Mahomes got was a check. That's Positive it. bars.
0: We done. We done. It. That's it. That's a wrap. We out.
1: Buzzing. Blood rushing, liquor and ladies, no discussions White Russians, spit purpose from my pen For my people in the pen You'll need two roadmaps to go where I've been Rising from the bed with the anchor on my neck Two 750s would change your aspect Trying to get my share, but niggas don't read Nasdaq Everything a hustle, even when cash don't stack Black Chuck's on, it's time to face the world Searching the world for my newest ex-girl No friend zone, cause all we got is us Even on she's no lie, we got trust Who do it better than me, do you? You agree every time I say R? She hits the double E. Stole your heart with the mask, no ski. Love is blind, that's why breakups we don't see. Infatuation, I think is what they call it. That smile, those eyes, I need a little bit. Different pieces of the puzzle, I can make them fit. No record deal, I ain't just trying to hit. Eggs, baking the grits, call it the perfect mix. No disco rule, I got the pitch on sticks. Scarface spittin', giving Philly the fix. We ghetto boys, that's why we crack those chicks. Probably don't understand my linguistics. We pack Heat for the bread, no biscuits It ain't cool to have to walk with the two But if you don't have one, you must be a fool Do you like me? Yes, no, or maybe Thought I was a donut, she tried to glaze me On the other side, I think she tried to praise me The only black movie made Bosco Scorsese I'm a bit crazy, mind infected by rabies Heart already gone, you lost your chance, ladies Neal's born nepotism, they can't fake me Gonna marry a woman better than me, Tom Brady You'll die if you testify, Kevin Spacey Been knocking out tracks since Jeff Lacy, look this clown in his eyes, John Wayne Gacy, I'm a proud man to meaning like Tracy, keep my crib a mess because it matches my life, all my love is stuck in perpetual strife, if I ain't got a gun, believe I got a knife, don't wanna use either but my life is rife, everyone I love goes away in the end, know everybody but don't have a best friend, dirty men make clean bills but dirty still spin, cream moves everything around me, creme de la creme, who am I, the kid they call Reese the MC, lock up like GP, height is easy E!, braille bars even the blind is feeling me open soul closed heart my mind generally four bars left I guess I should catch my breath when it comes to shooting my shot I mimic Steph I'm a star player you're not even the ref know the right thing but I'm too far left